0: All right, welcome to another episode of Real Physician Reacts. I am your truly Dr. Bayer Pierre, your favorite board-certified internist. If you are overwhelmed by this healthcare system, underappreciated by this healthcare system, you're looking for a voice reason, you have found it. Again, if this is your first time catching this series, this is our series where week-to-week I come on and just talk about topics that either hit my timeline, that either hit my DMs, or something I just feel like, all right, I got to get off my chest. And, you know, excuse the background, especially for those who are watching, uh, watching in our YouTube channel, excuse the background. I'm actually out of town. I'm actually at a conference, uh, internal medicine conference, where I'm going to be doing a presentation on our topic tonight, which is just bias in medicine. And I I talked about about this kind of, you know, periodically throughout this, um, you know, this journey of, you know, stuff I do online, how, unfortunately, bias has been so ingrained, Not only within society, again, just look on your TV, depending on which network you're looking at, you're going to have a different perspective on different people. But when you talk about medicine in general, you would hope that in healthcare, we would leave our bias at the door. Unfortunately, that's just not the case. And unfortunately, not only do the people who are within the system get affected, aka the patients, you know, the ones we actually have to take care of. But more or worse is the people who are working within it as well. So the, the medical students, the doctors, the nurses, everyone is affected because bias has unfortunately been ingrained in our system. And this week, I'm actually giving a presentation with a couple of other great colleagues on just the different aspects of bias within healthcare. care. And it, the, the bias is so great that we actually had to split it up. Like, so someone's talking about gender, someone's talking about race, right? Someone's talking about culture. Like we actually had to split up multiple different factions of bias within healthcare because there's so many different factors and so many different people who are affected. And I say one thing that if it affects someone who works on the system, like, you know, again, the doctors, nurses, it's gonna affect the people who are supposed to work for, which is you, the patient. So I'm actually talking about race. I'm actually talking about culture. And just to give us just to give a quick, you know, story, good story time. I know y'all like story time. We're here, you know, we're we're sitting down at dinner, good a couple of colleagues, good friend of mine, and we actually get introduced to this medical student who is concerned because they are dealing with, you know, feeling underappreciated. They are dealing with feeling overwhelmed. But it's not because of the healthcare system in general, it's from the people who are supposed to be training them, right, the people who are supposed to give them direction and get their skills better are the ones who they feel underappreciated by, who are the ones that they feel, you know, over, over, under, uh, uh, overappreciated and underappreciated, I'm sorry, uh, by, right, and feeling overwhelmed. And, and when we talk about this aspect of healthcare, like, it's, it's not a shock, it's not a surprise that certain demographics, especially Black people, right, get, you know, worse healthcare. It's not a, a surprise that worse expectations, worse prognosis. I was on, it's not a surprise because our system in and of itself looks at certain communities that say, hey, you know what? If you got this certain criteria, this is likely to occur. But they don't never actually address why it's likely to occur. They just say, hey, you know what? If you're black, you're likely gonna have you know, colon cancer at a younger age and all those other things there. But they never really explain why is that a fact and more importantly, what is medicine doing to try to change that? It just kind of unfortunately go with the flow. So we're talking to the student who again, clearly is concerned that is this something that I'm going to have to expect? And me and a, a another colleague of mine Unfortunately, we're having to have this talk with, with the person that say, hey, you know what? Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, yes, this is a similar experience that I had to face as a, a pre-med, as a medical student, not really as a resident, that they had to face as a pre-med student, a medical student, even as a resident. Like, these are unfortunate experiences that we have to face because of this system of health care has bias so ingrained in it that it just continues to perpetuate it and teach it over and over again. So if you, you're you watching this right now, you're listening to this right now, you're like, all right, so what, you know, what does that do for me? Like, again, I'm the, I'm the patient. Like, what does that do for me if bias is in there? This is how bias gets, you know, pushed onto the patient. You know, if you're, if you're Black, you have a history of sickle cell disease and you coming in with pain, you know what bias tells you? Bias says, "Hey, you know what? They're not really in that much pain. I don't really need to go that quote-unquote overboard and treating their pain. They they can deal with it. Bias has, you know, again we they did studies where you know white medical students thought that black people experience less pain <laughs> than white people, right? Bias has it so that the maternal fetal rate." for black women is much worse than white women. Like that is how bias trickles down to the patient. We just came from this pandemic. And I I always say that the pandemic didn't, it didn't didn't bring up any new problems. It just kind of highlighted the ones that were there. So we know that again, within this pandemic, we know that the people who died, mostly minorities, the people who are less likely vaccinated, minorities, even when we talk about that, the recent monkeypox outbreak, guess who are the more likely people to be affected by minorities, right? These are just systems that over and over again, continue to perpetuate this issue that we as healthcare workers are just unfortunately kind of going with the flow with. So I'm hoping that especially with this conference here and this presentation here that we're gonna be doing this week, that we can open up a couple people's eyes. Now, I don't want to talk about the fact that you know our session is like one of the the early bird sessions. And if you've ever been at a conference, you know one of those sessions that are like real early in the morning because they know a lot of people are gonna be up at about our sessions at that time. Something we'll address at a later uh, instance, but it's still a fact that at least they're willing to talk about it. And if you hear, I don't need to talk about bias regarding gender. I don't need to talk about bias regarding race. I don't need to talk about bias regarding culture. You are likely the person we're talking to. You are likely the person who is continuing to perpetuate, you know these these ill thoughts, right? That just go into your level of care. And it's it's when we talk about this aspect, and I say it a lot. Patient doctor relationship is demo. You know, obviously I'm married. But the patient doctor relationship is the most important relationship you will ever have, because when you have a great one, that is the difference between life or death. When you have a great doctor patient relationship, that doctor is going to be one who's going to not only be able to say, "Hey Barry, like your your blood is on the higher side. We need you to get taken care of." Hey Barry, your weight's on the higher side. Let's get that let's get that down. Hey, I need you to take these medications. Let's do this for me. And because you have a great relationship on the other side, you're like, you know what, doc, you're right. Let me let me do what I need to do to take care of myself. These are life and death decisions that typically occur, you know, on a day-to-day basis when you're working within a healthcare system. Now, again, I'm not saying immediate life or death, like, all right, if you don't do this, you're gonna die. No. But if you don't do this in five to 10 years, your life isn't gonna be as uh, significantly healthy as it could be if you just take these directions now. So when when we talk about this aspect of trying to eliminate, because we know society has its issues, when we're talking about eliminating healthcare in uh, eliminating this bias in healthcare, it takes the first step, which is you know what we're doing this week is acknowledging that we have problems, and and not even you know not trying to belittle like oh no it's not that bad it's not that serious or you know there's nothing like I even I as a person who I, I think I'm very culturally competent and open, I go into these types of sessions. These are the types of sessions I get drawn by because I'm going to these sessions think like, all right, what is something that I'm doing subconsciously that I'm not even realized I'm doing, but I'm doing it because that's kind of how I was I was trained to go. And there are things that I know I myself need to unlearn. So if I'm in a position where I understand that Un- I, like I need to teach a lot of things. And again, and when I'm talking about teaching, I'm 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 teaching other doctors, right? I'm teaching other residents. I'm teaching other medical students, even the pre-meds. Like it, it, it's a trickle down effect because if you have one system where you have to leave your bias at the door for the greater good, it should be in healthcare. But unfortunately it's not. The studies show that the same level of bias in regards to gender, in regards to race, in regards to culture, in regards to sexuality that is in society, just the general public, also exists within the doctors. So if we have not learned to at least check our bias at the door, you know who gets affected? You. Right? Your mom, your grandma, your grandpa. Like, those are the people who are going to get affected. and If I'm in a position as a professional and my job as a professional is to take the best care of the patient in front of me, but there are ingrained bias that I'm allowing to creep in either consciously or subconsciously that will affect whether I decide, hey, you should go see this doctor versus that doctor, whether you should take this medication versus that medication, even worse, whether I believe you when you say you're hurting. Like if that, if that level of bias is not checked at the door, people will continue to die. I'm not gonna say going to die because what happened, it's happening now. People are dying now because of the effects of bias that we have not been allowed to check at the door. So again, this again, obviously, this is more of a, you know, typically I do these educational ones on my medicine Monday series, but I just figured we're here, I'm at a beautiful conference. View looks great. Um, let's talk about all the problems we got in medicine right now, right? Like just, it just is what it is. Because again, I don't want, even me, I don't want people who watch this, who consume uh, my content to think that like, all right, yep, the medicine healthcare system is all rosy, because it's not. Like it's, it's, it's had it's, it's had plenty of issues. It continues to have issues but it's not until you get more people like me and others who are willing to say like, yeah, we got some problems we got to address. We got some problems that we got to take care of before something actually gets done. Like, cause if we don't do that, ain't nothing going to happen. Right. So again, I am your Shirley, uh, Dr. Barry Pierre. This was our impromptu discussion on bias within healthcare The homework assignment I have for you is I just want, especially if you're on the patient side, I want you to kind of start, just look for it. Just see like, you know what? Are they treating me different because of my gender? Are they treating me there Again, I'm talking about this: my doctor. My doctor treating me different, right? Because of my race, because of my culture, because of my sexuality. Because if you get a hint of that, you have to let your doctor know or you have to find another doctor. Because again, the decision could be life or death. And on the flip side, if you are a healthcare worker in any shape or fashion, and you're watching or listening to this, understand that, yes, you have bias. So I'm not asking you, do you have bias? Yes, you have bias. Now, the most important thing we need to do is how do we, one, recognize which biases we have and start to alert them. So again, I'm your truly Dr. Barry Pierre, and I'm going to see you guys next week.